The Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to the Italian Grape Geek Podcast. Join us as we explore personal stories of travel and tasting with Italy's must-know grape varietals. Chart your own course with My Italian Grape Geek Journal, your personal tasting companion to accompany the series. Available now on Amazon. With thanks to Colangelo and Partners for their generous support with this project. Hi, I'm Annie Replogel, an Italian wine ambassador with the Vanitaly International Academy. I currently live in Rome, Italy, and work in the Italian food, wine, and luxury travel sector. I've always been a fan of wine. My parents were lovers of wine and food, and I grew up with a family that hosted a lot of dinner parties. So wine was always on the table, matched with really delicious meals that my mom would cook growing up. But my true love of wine first began over a decade ago when I had the ability to study abroad in Florence, Italy, and I took a wine course in Tuscany, and I was able to travel to vineyards across the region, learning about wine, the art of deductive tasting. And then eight years ago, I decided to pursue this passion even further. And this led me to work in Tuscany, Italy, Australia's Barossa Valley, Marlborough, New Zealand, La Rioja, Spain, as well as Sonoma, Los Angeles, New York City, and now Rome. Italian wine's my true passion, so I'm so excited to be talking to you today about a few of my favorite grapes. Verdicchio is the first of the four grapes I'll be speaking about. Verdicchio is considered to be one of Italy's greatest white grapes. It's mainly found in the region of Le Marche, the central eastern part of Italy, with the Adriatic Sea to the east and Apennine Mountains to the west. The grape especially thrives in the towns of Yezi and Metallica. Interestingly, its origins are linked to Veronese vines. When the plague epidemic struck Le Marche's agricultural population between the 14th and 15th centuries, the region's countryside was completely depleted, causing farmers from Verona to migrate to the city of Yezi, bringing with them Veronese vines, including Trebbiano di Suave. Over the centuries, the vine adapted and spawned Verdicchio. Currently, Trebbiano di Suave and Trebbiano di Lugana also known as Turbiana, are considered biotypes. However, the latter is genetically different from the other two. In addition to Le Marche, Verdicchio is commonly found in Lugana, near the base of Lago di Garda. It's a vigorous grape that has a high production. It ripens very slowly and evenly, and although it's a late-ripening grape, it's still able to retain its acidity, making it frequently play a supporting role in blends where acidity is key. It thrives in the limestone and clay soils of Yezi and the flish soils of Metallica. When Verdicchio is grown at higher altitudes, like in Metallica, it yields more pungent, floral, and citrus-driven wines. And lower yields lead to more concentrated and age-worthy expressions. Its high level of tartaric acid allows for long aging potential. And because the grape is a rather naked variety without very intense aromas or flavors, it's common to see a bit of lees aging, which helps build texture and aromatic complexity. I absolutely love the scent of Verdicchio. Picture notes of lemon zest, green apple, fennel, sweet almond, and white flowers. 
the acidity tends to be medium plus to high, and you'll tend to find a medium creaminess, this waxy, oily texture, as the wines are usually aged in a bit of oak. Citrus notes and herbal elements like wintergreen or fennel are also common on the palate. There are so many diverse styles of verdicchio, from dry to sweet, still to sparkling. Verdicchio from Metallica usually has a higher acidity and higher alcohol, and is usually fuller in body with more minerality, making it have a greater potential for aging. The wines from Yezi, however, tend to be a bit more delicate and floral. What I love about Verdicchio is it tends to pair really well with such a wide variety of foods. When from Yezi, it pairs really well with Olive a la Scolana, which are breaded and fried olives stuffed with cheese, pork, beef, or chicken livers. It can also be enjoyed with pesce crudo, raw fish, and brodetto, which is basically the Marque version of the French bouillabaisse. Verdicchio from Metallica, on the other hand, pairs very nicely with veal carpaccio and vincis grassi, which is this delicious Marque-style lasagna baked with a rich bechamel and innards. Some notable producers of Verdicchio include Umani Ronchi, La Staffa, La Monocesca, Stefano Antonucci, and Bucci. I have such fond memories of Verdicchio. In fact, the first time I ever tried it was at my cousin's house. I have quite a big family, and every year we gather for Christmas, and we're all about the food and the wine. And I'll never forget, my cousin bought a bottle of Bucci Verdicchio, and it was the first time I had ever tasted the grape, and I was immediately in love. And not only because of the flavor profile, but also the age worthiness. It was quite an old bottle, and I had no idea how beautifully a white wine could age. And I think because Verdicchio has this beautiful acidity and complexity, and it develops even more complexity and depth over time, it's such a fantastic wine to not only drink now, but to also put into the cellar and save for a Christmas day. A great part about Verdicchio is it's readily available in the market. I frequently go out to different wine shops in Rome, and the one around the corner from me called Bernabe has an excellent selection of Verdicchio, including some of the benchmark producers I shared with you. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.